Hey friends, today I'm sharing an episode that was released on my good friend Christina's podcast. She was more than generous to share the audio with me, so I wanted to share it with you all. It's a little bit more about my story and how epilepsy has affected my life, specifically with parenting. Um, This is the first time I've ever shared this story publicly, so I would love to know what you think, especially if something like this has happened to you before. All right. You guys have a great Friday or whatever day you're listening, and I will talk to you later. Bye. Hi guys, and welcome back to Y'all Should Be Friends, where I share stories of hope from the amazing people in my life so you know that you can have hope in your journey as well. Today, I'm joined by my friend, Jamie Wissinger, who I am so happy to have with me. We've been friends since Girl Scouts in elementary school, and Jamie is a podcast host, an epilepsy educator, and a mentor for women affected by epilepsy, and she is inspired by her own journey with epilepsy. And Jamie, thank you for being here today. Of course. Now, I would love for you to just tell us a little bit about your background. Tell us about your life. Tell us about your journey with epilepsy. Just give us a little bit of background on who you are. Okay. Uh, Well, I am a mom to three kids, um, ages 14 down to four. Um, I have, and I live in Louisville, Kentucky. And I, I moved here for my husband's job. So, um, yeah, we've been here for about five years. Um, I have had epilepsy my whole life. Now, I didn't know that until my until I, you know, became an adult. Uh, but I have been living with it for a very long time. Um, I had my first seizure when I was in the NICU. Um, I was a premature born at about, I think it was. 32 weeks. Um, And when my mom tells me the story, she said that she didn't know I had seizures either until she got the paperwork later, like, you know, months later after I was discharged, because nobody, I guess it was back in the 80s, nobody really talked about it. Um, They were just happy I was healthy. And that was that. Um, But yes, come to find out I did have seizures in the NICU. So that's why I do say I've had epilepsy my whole life. Um, because if, if, for those of you who don't know, epilepsy is just a generalized term for people who have more than one seizure in their lifetime. Uh, my next seizure was not until I was in kindergarten. And that was when um, my, uh, I was a grandma seizure. So it was just kind of scared my whole family to see that happen. Um, And that was when my whole journey started with taking the medicine and dealing with that. Now, I was fortunate enough that the medicine worked for me. Um, So they thought I outgrew it because some cases that does happen. So when I was going into middle school, I hadn't had any seizures since then. Uh, So they weaned me off medicine and I was good to go. Like I lived my teenage years, I drove, I swam, um, I grew up competitively swimming. Um, my life really wasn't affected by epilepsy at all. Um, I didn't tell anybody I had it because like I mentioned before, the doctor said that they thought I outgrew it. 
Um, and I thought that was the end of it. You know, I had one when I was little and then that was it. I had no reason to worry about it. Um, so I was very fortunate in that aspect because a lot of people who have multiple seizures, they cannot drive. Um, and they uh, cannot shower alone, they cannot swim. There's a lot of restrictions for their, for their safety. Um, but for me, because I was seizure-free for so long, uh, my life wasn't really affected by that. Now, fast forward to my senior year of college, I was pregnant with my firstborn and I had a seizure in, I think it was my first trimester. And at that time, um, it was like, quote unquote, brand new to me that it was happening again. And that was really scary. Um, and then I guess I, I really, I, I wasn't, I wasn't able to drive for six months. Um, but besides that, I had a good like foundation of friends to get me to college and finish school. So it still wasn't like a reality. Like I really didn't take it seriously, I guess you can say, um, because it was like an isolated incident. I didn't have any really lasting side effects from it. Um, and yeah, so that, that was in 2006. And then fast forward to 2011 is really when my whole perspective of epilepsy changed. Um, I had multiple seizures before 2011, but 2011 was my really bad seizure where uh, at the time I was a single mom, um, the seizure happened when at night um, and I woke up and had to go to the hospital because I needed stitches. And I, LJ was, my son was with me and um, it was a huge wake up call that something happened when I was by myself because it was the first time I ever had a seizure by myself. Well, I had a toddler with me, but so I, I didn't have anybody to like really help me with, with figuring out what happened. Because for those of you who don't know, some people when they have seizures, they go unconscious and, that, and I'm one of them. So when you come out of it, you don't really know what's happening. Um, so I had to, uh, thankfully at the time I was living like five minutes from my parents and they came and they helped and uh, took me to the hospital. I, I got stitches um, and, um, and I was okay after that, like quote unquote, okay. <laughs> um, but then once that incident happened and I realized, excuse me, I realized the severity of epilepsy and how it really could impact your life as an adult that's when I really started advocating and talking about it. Yeah. And I remember a couple of these incidents. I wasn't with you, but we were pregnant at the same time, you with your first and me with my second. And I remember, you know, you having to go through the difficulty of the pregnancy and school without being able to drive. But I know you've also had some other negative impacts from the epilepsy with jobs and with custody. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, when I had my seizure, when I was pregnant with my first son, um, he, I was terminated from my position. I, because I, so when you have a seizure, there's a, there's a stage called the postical stage. It's, it's what happens after the seizure occurs. And 
it could be memory loss, you can be super tired, you can have brain fog, lack of concentration, headaches for up to a week. Um, so when that happened, I was not able to work. Not only was I pregnant, I just couldn't get out of bed. I was so tired and exhausted because when I have a seizure, it's like a complete, um, like grandma where your my body is shaking and it, it's a, it's a lot of stress on your body and your muscles hurt. I mean, think of it, you name it. That's what I was dealing with. So I couldn't go to work, but the job wasn't, um, I wasn't there for a year, so I didn't have FMLA and all of that other good stuff. And they let me go because I couldn't show up to work because I had had a seizure. So that was, um, so back in 2006, that's really when I wasn't taking it too seriously um, because I just thought it was just a fluke that me actually having a seizure. But now as an adult, now when I look back on it, I think like, that was really hard being jobless and pregnant and trying to graduate college. It was, it was tough, um, to, to process. Yeah. You always seem to be so kind of lackadaisical about it. And I remember <laughs> being like, Jamie, I don't know how you're doing this. And you were just like, Oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the time I was just going through, going through the motions and just trying to, you know, figure everything out. Now the epilepsy medicine I was on at the time also made me gain a whole lot of weight. So the pregnancy was really hard. Um, and, but yeah, somehow I got through it. And, but fast forward to about 2014, um, I had my second, my daughter and she, um, when I was pregnant with her, I had another seizure. Um, it just seems to be when I'm pregnant, my body likes to have seizures. So makes sense. You're going through a lot anyway. So yeah, throw a seizure know, on it. Why, why not throw some sprinkles on that? You know? Um, so I, at the time I wasn't on medicine and so I was put back on medicine and that, you know, I couldn't, again, you can't drive for six months. And, um, my older son was, he did not witness that seizure, but he, saw me um on the floor because so during that seizure I rolled off my bed and just I think I fell back asleep but I was still on the floor so he came in the room and he saw me and so he does still remember that I think he was like six six at the time maybe not maybe seven I'm not sure so um uh his father really questioned my ability to parent and we and then right after that he filed custody paperwork and we had like a three-year-long custody battle over my parenting ability because of me having a seizure so that was really hard um at the time my neurologist um did not agree to be an expert witness for me. So when I was in the courtroom, I had to really advocate for myself. Now, this was three years after I started talking about epilepsy again. Um, at the time I had a blog that really just talked about, you know, seizure safety and first aid and just my, my experience with it. It was a personal blog as well as educational. Um, at the time I was also running. So I talked about that too. Um, but I blogged pretty much every day back then. So 
and the blog was still active in 2014 and that blog was used as evidence in the courtroom um, about my seizures. So I have found that there is still such a stigma when it comes to awareness about seizures um, that people are very afraid of them. Um, and I know it's because they don't understand it. And because my neurologist wasn't there to advocate for me, I had to really advocate for myself. And it was scary. Um, my legal team wasn't familiar with, with epilepsy either. So she did the best she could to support me, but it really was me on the stand educating the judge about why I'm still a capable and able-bodied person to have full custody of my child. Wow. Um, it, and, you know, there's so, there's very different types of epilepsy and seizures. I am very fortunate that I have these isolated incidents and I haven't had a seizure since 2014. So actually on Sunday will be my seven year anniversary of being seizure free. So that's Amazing. pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so, but, but when I was in the courtroom and even afterwards, because it was a three year battle of back and forth um, at the time, I was also wanting to relocate to live with my husband where he lived. And there was a lot of moving parts to that case, but a lot of it had to do with the seizure. Mm -hmm. um, and I had to explain to the judge that, you know, sometimes people have multiple seizures multiple times a day. Thankfully, I I'm not one of those people. And I, even though I couldn't drive, I can drive now and I can take him places. Um, and he, thank gosh, he, he understood. Um, and he also, you know, told my son's father that at the end of the court case, he said pretty much to, to, think wisely before he tries to do that again, because it was not fair to me to use um, my disability against me. And Jamie, I just have to say that through that whole experience, and I, I don't know that I've ever said this to you, but I was so impressed because I think, I know for me as a mom, and I know for a lot of moms, we question our parenting ability almost on a daily basis. Like I'm always concerned, like, am I doing enough? Am I you know, am I taking them enough places? Do I have them in the right activities? Am I supporting them the right way? And to have to deal with your own questions, because I think as, as moms, it's really easy to question everything you're doing, but to deal with your own questions and have to go into court and say, yes, I am enough. Yes, I can do this. Yes, I am doing the best job I can. That was so impressive to me that you were yeah. able to advocate for yourself like that. And yeah, thank you. And I think also too, the fact that they took the blog that I wrote my own words and then spun it, I had to basically, you know, uh, read my words and explain why I wasn't bashing myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's a teenager now. So I have those questions every day. Like, is he okay? Am I doing enough? You know, like, all three of my, well, 
my youngest is in preschool, so he's been going in person, but my other two, they're, you know, are I have those questions all the time, you know, like, are they happy? Are they healthy? Like, are they going to be okay? Are, you know, they haven't seen their friends in almost 10 months and, you know, it's, yeah. So I appreciate that. It, it was, it was definitely a learning lesson. And I, and I feel like even after the, you know, cause I could be, and I was not anymore, but I was so angry at him for filing that paperwork and for, you know, judging my character and for, you know, using my disability as an excuse, you know, at the end of the day, I fully believe that he wasn't, that was just a reason that wasn't, he really didn't believe that I was an incapable parent, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, but I think the biggest lesson that I learned from that and what has helped me even, you know, however many, seven years later was that I've, you know, just really leaned into trusting and believing that I am doing the right thing in all aspects um, and turning that pain into a message um, to educate and inspire other people because I know that I'm not the only one that's been fired um, in the past because of a disability and I'm not the only one that has had their parenting questioned because they have epilepsy. Um, I have so many women message me asking me about having kids when um, they're on medicine, um, being pregnant with epilepsy, like all the specific, some people want to know really specific things. Some other people just want to know, like, how, how can you manage your seizures when you have a newborn and you know you're up all all sorts of hours and one of the biggest triggers for seizures is lack of sleep so I mean there's to have like peace with knowing that I have turned that awful experience into an educational tool um is really has really helped me carry on and and it kind of just fuels me to share my message more. That's awesome. And I love that you've been able to make that transition. And I kind of answered this, but I always like to specifically ask people from this experience, from living with a disability, from the, the job issues and the custody issues and the, the, the self-advocacy, what have you learned about hope through this experience? Um, I have learned that even though you feel like you're in the deepest, darkest hole, as long as you can lean into your faith and trust that it will work, no matter what the end result is, um, there's always a lesson to be learned from it. Mm -hmm. um, that, I mean, having hope and faith in that is... It's kind of yeah. crucial. It's, it's how you do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I didn't, I very well could have gone down the, you know, victim mentality role and, um, and, and let it really get to me, my experiences. But now on the other side of it and seeing how the, the message was for me to lead from the front and to, you know, essentially pave the way for other women to 
live, have the families they want to have if they have epilepsy and just educate people about seizure safety and epilepsy. That's awesome. Now, I know that even when you've come through the other side of something and you feel really empowered, there can still be bad days. So what's your go-to quote or activity that you use when you're feeling defeated? I always try to take everything one step at a time. Um, So that has been my mantra, just one step at a time, one day at a time, one minute at a time. And then I'm pretty big on affirmations. So, you know, writing down, um, writing down, I am enough, I am worthy, I am capable. Um, And then also acknowledging that it's okay to not be okay some days. It is. And I think that's a really important (laughs) thing to know during COVID. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I always, I joke with some people, some friends that, um, you can embrace the suck, right? Yes. <laughs> Just don't stay there. You know, you can always rise up and, and learn from it. And, you know, essentially, you know, you can, you can say, turn your pain into your purpose, but um, yeah, I think, well, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I think having, knowing that I have a group, like a platform and people really looking up to me as inspiration and education, I think that that also helps too. It's sometimes when I'm feeling really defeated, I'm like, why am I doing this? It's so stressful, you know, like why I can, I feel like I'm repeating myself over and over and not making any impact. And then I get this random message saying, I've been following you for so long. Thank you so much, you know, or like my sister has epilepsy and I've, I've been following you to learn more like that just makes it all worth it. And I really feel like God puts those messages in my inbox when I'm having one of those days where I just, I need to see it. I love that. We call those God winks around here. Just a little bit. I see you. Well, I wanted to focus on that, that you have turned your pain into purpose. And so if someone is listening right now that is dealing with epilepsy or has a loved one that's dealing with epilepsy, where can they go to find you? Um, I am on um, Instagram at my name, Jamie Wissinger. And then also my website is jamiewissinger.com. I have a podcast where I share other uh, advocate stories that of people who have epilepsy and that is on um, you can find it wherever you listen to your podcast at one in 26 podcast and yeah perfect well I'll make sure to link to all of those in the description of this podcast so make sure that you find Jamie Jamie is there anything else you want to make sure people know before we leave today Um, I think that if you do not know someone that has epilepsy, you will probably meet someone in your lifetime. So I think it's important for everybody to familiarize yourself with seizure safety. And I have a lot of resources on my social media and my website that you can look for because one in 26 people will have a seizure and I cannot stress enough how important it is to be educated on that. 
It's a really good point. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your time. I appreciate your story and you've been such an inspiration to me watching you overcome um, just, just some of the things that would have been detrimental to someone else and watching you rise above it has been really inspirational to me. Thank you. Thank you.